Matrix Minute, the micro podcast where we talk about the Matrix from 1999 in every minute. Every minute goes by, we talk about the Matrix. So hey, I'm Phil. I like, I like Neo. Neo's great. He's a cool guy. Neo's great. Who are you? My name is Jake. Um, I don't have a bit of trivia today. Graduate of philosophy. Oh yes. Well, I'm a musician. I study philosophy. That's pretty much it. And you are. I'm Tim, and when I was a teenager, I told everyone that I watched The Matrix a hundred times, which are probably reality is more about 30, maybe 40. <laughs> I don't know. I lost but, a lot of times. But it goes without saying that we all love The Matrix, and that's what we were talking about it. And you should go look at the intro so you know who's talking, because... Right, because in the intro, we, this is a whole background yeah. of our history with The Matrix. If you want to listen to that, cool. feel free. If not, we can just jump straight in mm-hmm. to the Episode minute, the one. First <laughs> yeah. All right, so in this minute... We're shown the studio logos and the title. A woman and a man are heard talking on the phone. While on the screen, we see a search log running. The minute ends with the trace program finishing and the woman saying she has to go. Who is this woman, Philip? Who could this be? I don't know. I would love to start this minute because I love myself. And <sighs> what I think is that what I loved at the beginning, I remember when, watch, when I was watching it when I was a little kid. So I watched this movie for the first time when I was eight years old, as we discussed in the previous episode. Yeah, so we don't have to go back. Oh, yeah. and, Let's not do uh, that again. No, no, no. And what joking, I loved about watching this intro was, I think what The Matrix did at the beginning of the film, as we saw with these logos, was it captured something very mysterious, and it made you wonder what exactly you are getting yourself into yeah. with this movie. Because I remember at that age, I had seen so little uh, that... I mean, when, when you're a kid, of course, you're excited and you're interested in more things because everything's new to you. But I think with this film in particular, it completely captivated you and made you wonder, what are we watching? And I have to say that the green tint um, and the way the Warner Brothers logo, and they're famous for having productions customize the logo at the beginning, the Wachowskis wanted to actually intentionally make it look more oppressive and scary so it shows like yeah we're against the system we're kind of like you know warner brothers and village roadshow and those big giant companies they're you know they're like the police man yeah with the machine we must rage against it tim what do you think i want to ask a question because uh i just realized the the little conversational dialogue in the beginning Listening to it now, I just remembered that I never understood what was that about, nor did I pay attention. I was just always awaiting for what happens next. What the hell are they talking about? They are talking about, um, so Morpheus, obviously, is on this journey to find the one, which we'll find out about much later on in the film. Right, yeah. And what they're alluding to here is that Trinity, I think, is on the phone with Cypher. I don't know if she's in the Matrix yet. But I, guess she, I think yeah. they're both in the Matrix. Okay. And they're talking. No, no, no. But Cypher. Mm-hmm. Isn't he like behind the. Never mind. I don't know. I just know that they're talking about the fact that they're looking for Neo. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Morpheus is trying to track down yeah. Thomas A. Anderson. And that's how the film starts, like with these two characters talking. Right. And so uh, when I remember when, when watching this for the first time, uh, like Tim said, I also didn't know exactly what they're talking about but what i loved immediately was that not only was were the logos mysterious but this introduction was mysterious because it actually doesn't start with any um shots visual shots yeah. in terms of the graphics filming it's just the matrix the phone code. call and the code and you're going what? what 
And it's a tracking this. call too. Yeah. Something is recording this conversation. Oh, and that's well, supposed to like that. show off the fact that the matrix is omnipresent and someone so when she in the next minute says asking where this line is tapped i guess it is tapped then right i guess it is because we're listening out. but who would be listening us well yeah Men. i know that well the agents preferably I the think. agents yeah but here's a funny thing that you know once the matrix came out i've watched it religiously like the holy gospel for so long and then later on i would just you know maybe once a year maybe and there was a long gap maybe five or six years i've not seen this movie and watching it again, I, I I love this movie, but I have to say, the every bit of criticism that I ever heard, I always discarded away as oh, the, the, the stupid people, the stupid people do not understand this movie. I just see it, you yeah. know. I've always defended it to the grave, but it's funny that now, after not seeing it for a long time, I do see the cheesiness of it. Really, like <laughs> what the intro. Just even the intro, just, just having them sound very important and talking about the secrecy. And I think... You know, yeah, it's, I guess. It's, I, I can finally see it in the eyes of, let's say, my father or someone who's not into sci-fi, who's not a 10-year-old kid, who's not that, 18. I agree. That is interesting when you're that watching I like finally that. can see it as for someone, all the people who didn't like it, that I could not understand as, as, as being you know younger and just completely worshipping this movie. And I think on top of that, having watched more movies, yes. you obviously have more to compare it with and, and definitely see, seen oh, all see the influences as well mm-hmm. you've seen you know ghost in a shell you've seen all these movies oh that yeah that's is... that's how the ghost in a shell at least the american titles look like the english translation yeah opening titles have the same I'm kind dumb. of green I code seen ghost in I, shell. I have what i've not seen that film what no that's basically a lot of but jacob scarlett johansson yeah ghost in a shell one. was a huge thing for the inspiration for the matrix which is great because it? it's like the next gen matrix now yeah you mean from the magazine company? yeah empire magazine i think they they wrote ghost oh, of the yeah, show yeah, the next gen major <laughs> yeah, they gotta write about something um, i wanted to mention that the music is like super mysterious and it that's one of the big things that gets you into the mood it's like half of what the film do you know is. the instrument name of- i'm gonna tell you now oh. i just wanted to mention that the brass section is making those big is is starting this yeah. this mood that we have in the bum bum and don davis wanted to make it feel like a reflection and there that's the theme of what he was going for with the with the sound so that's why he's going to show the different sides of what the matrix is the matrix in the real world in the intro we talked about me writing an essay about the movie that i had to that my sister made me yeah because i can watch the movie and i remember now that part of it of part of my whole uh, you know that it's a commentary about video games was one of the things i remember hearing them say and me putting in my essay is that the music is so sporadic and there's no melody it's because it's you know like it represents the new generation and how we're all oh. no attention and there's there's no theme it's just sound wow listen to you you did this when you were what 11 yeah i was just basically copying whatever people said <laughs> about it you know well i mean you don't you're not too far off the True. I mean, it's meant to be that kind of like yeah. indistinct uh, sound. And also, yes, we wanted to say that the water phone is the water phone. is the Thank big you. thing. And I would love to buy myself a water phone. But it def like this movie, <laughs> even from the beginning, sounds and looks really, really cool. Even even now, looking it at makes it. you want to see what's going on. What's what's you know what is this strange world with codes and uh, the green tint well, was definitely something. Uh, that is permeating within um, 
the whole movie, especially when it comes to the Matrix itself, because um, it's a reference to these old green monitors. I wanted to talk about that, yeah. From the early 80s and the late 70s when they had those really ugly... Well, no, over time, yeah. as the monitor aged, it would get a sort of green tinge. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And the funny thing is, I remember learning about that, you telling me about that uh, years later after watching the films. And I think it's just a great idea because <laughs> how often does a film take such a subtle idea and implement it and I really like that in The Matrix because that's The Matrix look. Yes. That's definitely like slightly Matrix green look. Matrix look. I don't think great before... I mean, Alien doesn't have a lot of... <gasps> Alien film. has the same kind of codes. What? The mother uh, computer system. Not those kind of codes. Yeah, but it has like the same... But no, I'm just saying like the, the, oh, well, the yeah. only like look visually that associate... You know, Alien is much more realistic and doesn't have so many like uh, gratings, you know, like stronger color, but definitely that green... You know, what, which is, you know, right, obviously but, but inspired saying by Giger. What I like, uh, though, in this Giga. movie is that the green had a purpose, purpose yeah. behind yes. it. It wasn't great. simply visual. Um, there's another thing, you know, you can talk about the most iconic Well, I want to talk image. about that because this is going to come up a lot in this movie, which is the Matrix code. Here it's front and center, you know. Front and center, we're introduced to the codes the that will be a prominent player in understanding what the Matrix is. Um, and yeah. so what can we say about the codes? I well, it's a, it codes. doesn't make any sense whatsoever if you think about it for two seconds. But, <laughs> I mean, it's like, what? Just random symbols, f like falling? The, well, because for me, idiotic, when, but, when I was watching it, um, <laughs> I always thought... it so good. But but it looks great, and looks they so wanted good. it to look like rain coming down. And that's yeah. what it actually is called. It's called digital rain. They kind of coined no the way. term no way. digital rain. So does do the codes have any... Um, uh, yeah, they're in yeah, they're just an they're language? just you know um, half width Japanese kana, which okay. is uh, condensed katakana symbols, and the half width ones mean that they're designed for computer screens. So that's why oh, they okay. squished them. Because there's some numbers here, and too. there's yeah, there's and Arabic numbers, you know, right? Arabic, and Arabic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, Arabic numbers, <laughs> and of course Arabic Latin, bread. and of course reverse or upside down Latin. Right, because I was wondering about that. I remember letters. when I first saw it, that's I was wondering it. if there are any Latin. Yeah, um, letters that were flipped or anything or squished yeah. or kind of morphed, but it seems like it's a mix. It's a blend. Yeah, so it's a mix of all those those three three elements, and the Wachowskis are just so meticulous. And I have to say, I don't know what brought it into them to be so meticulous about this and actually be able to pull it off, but they did, and it's great that they have so much um, like depth that they added into it. Yeah, and what I loved about the codes was that's such an iconic. Thing for the Matrix, I think most people, if you'd ask them, like screensavers, what can you so tell many the Matrix? So many it would be every hacker, every person who knew how to set a screensaver and was a man. <laughs> we all have, we all had the screensaver. Yeah, we did. Oh, of I think course, of did. course. And by the way, you know, it's funny. There was a two D screensaver, like from the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's later, the one they I came had. With a three D. Yeah. Came with a 3D that was so gross. But we used it for production value. <laughs> oh yes, we did. <laughs> You're right. But I remember the first time I figured out in PowerPoint how to make the Matrix code because it was very specific. It just doesn't like fade in the text. It kind of lights first, you know, generates like if you, if you when you see the, you know, the, the way that it's uh, rendered, the code is falling. And every time it kind of lights the first code and then another one, another one. And when I figured that, that one out, it was like a <gasps> wow. PowerPoint thing. I was like, oh, I just made codes. Wow, you just made codes. PowerPoint. All over the place. Everywhere. Um, just code everywhere. Is yeah. there anything else to say about this? Well, there's the sound of the Matrix rain, and that is actually rain. It was uh, Dan A. Davis, Dan Davis and Don Davis. Don Davis doing the music, Dan Davis doing some of the sounds, or most of the sound mixing. And he actually recorded actual uh, uh, rain coming down, and then uh, 
muked it and uh, you know edited it to make sound electronic. So that it's actually um, rain. So it's it's a it's a wonderful little. We're learning new things. We're learning new things yeah. every day. Um, another thing, one more thing before we stop. I think we're almost done with this. Um, the way that as a casual audience member, <laughs> what? What's so funny? I just like the audience. Don't worry, we're done with this. We're done. Three <laughs> hours later. Calm down. It's okay. Um, okay. They've uh, been only here for 10 minutes. They're, they're not okay, from the intro. Okay, I'm sorry. So calm I'm down. sorry. All right. We got um, 15 minutes to do tell this. Tell us the last Chill. thing. Um, all I wanted to say was... Um, we still have a lot of minutes to go. How many? Uh, 120, I think the movie is. Yeah, the, the movie is oh. two hours. <laughs> so, Never mind. We yeah. might as well get cracking. Uh, okay, but you know this is important. And I just wanted to tell mention how like things. These, these two pieces of dialogue... You want to hear the actual script? Yes, read me the script. Because I have a, sh- uh, a 1996 <laughs> script. I have a 1996 script. <laughs> I have oh, a 1996 script. This 1996 script for The Matrix. And the thing is, another credit to the Wachowskis, they are so specific with what they want to uh, create and you know, like present and execute that most of the script isn't very fun to read because it, there's not many changes, you know? So they're very. They were very good at being so. Oh, okay. So like, do you like specific well, well, about what they want? Since you mentioned before, they were mean. so angry that people changed their scripts for the movie. So now yeah, they're like yeah. super. Yeah. Um. But here's some funny dialogue that uh, that happens at the this beginning. This is from the beginning. Yeah. So it's like, hello, Cipher, right? Then Trinity goes, "I'm inside. Anything to report? Let's see. Target left work at 5:01 p.m." And then, you know, the entire screen fills with racing columns of numbers shimmering like green electric rivets. Wow. They rush out a 10-digit phone number in the top corner. And then Cypher goes, he caught the northbound Howard line, got off at Sheridan, stopped at a 7-Eleven, purchased six-pack of beer and a box of Captain Crunch. Oh, Returned wow. home. Tim, That's, this is, this is this the extreme is... version of your... Remember, thinking yes. how now it's kind of like cheesy. This is and then we this begin pure cheese. Yeah, we begin moving towards cheese. the screen, closing in as each digit is matched one by one, snapping into place like the wheels of a slot machine. And then Trinity goes, "All right, you're relieved. Use the usual exit." And then Cipher goes, "Do you know when we're going to make contact?" Trinity says, "Soon." And then, and then the description says only two digits left. Right? Mm-hmm. Cipher goes, "Just between you and me, you don't believe it, do you?" You don't believe this is this guy's the one. And Trinity says, I think Morpheus believes he is. And then Cypher wow. says, I know, but what about you? And then Trinity goes, I think Morpheus knows things that I don't. And then Cypher <laughs> says, yeah, but if he's wrong. And then the final num- number pops into place. Trinity goes, do you hear that? Hear what? You know, trace complete, call origin, so and so and so. Is this line clean? Yeah, of course I'm sure. And then we move closer and then I better go. That's actually like towards the end. That's very similar, isn't it? The film, but the beginning, the beginning Cameron is so, so specific. So even glad. with Morpheus and everything, it's like completely like ramming you okay, into the whole. Here's a question for you guys. Uh, you know, when you read like a script like this, an early draft, right? Yeah. And compared mm-hmm. to the final film, do you guys think that um, that we're so used to the the screened version that this old version is just so strange to us, or do you think we're actually fairly? critiquing the two editions i think this Both. is the oh i think you're right Tim. maybe yeah i mean Be- because obviously it was cut for a reason so right of course don't no, make I'm it saying, crap I'm but saying, also we I'm are very biased reasons. yeah we are very biased to that being the final version and because i've always wondered about else. that same thing with deleted scenes you know on films when you watch a deleted scene 
you go, oh, of course that was cut. Like, of course yeah, that was, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's just an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, but like the the extended cut of Lord of the Rings, I cannot imagine watching those movies without that anymore. <laughs> really? That's like, that's a reality for me. Yeah. But anyway, I think that was funny. <laughs> that intro was funny. But I just have Captain one Crunch. more. Yeah, what? Captain Crunch. I just have one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Go for it. It says, call TransOp received 2 Oh, okay. So, because at the end of the film, there's going to be a different date. Because this is February nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Okay, isn't that weird? Three days before my birthday. Oh, nice. Three well done. Yeah. My Happy birthday, sir. I think that's all I have to say all about right, I think this beginning. Anything else you want to add, Tim? Or are we good to go? No, I think I think I'm excited for the next minute. All right, we'll see you on the next uh, minute. The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Has you. Okay, bye. Bye. Casio. <laughs>